The Blaze Radio Network. On demand. 2017 is going to be a volatile economic year. We may see politicians throughout the world attempting to control central bank policies. Several renowned financial analysts have warned that political interference in central bank policies may mean our economic misses of inflation and growth targets. Gold is an international currency that can't be issued or controlled by governments. If you don't have the only hard currency that has outlasted every politician and every failed idea of governments for centuries, you need to speak to Goldline right now and learn how easy it is to add gold to your portfolio or IRA. Now is the time to diversify your financial portfolio by adding gold. Call 1-800-913-GOLD. Buying real gold is easy and fast at Goldline. And you're going to be happy that you finally made the call. 1-800-913-4653. Goldline also offers price protection against short-term market fluctuations on qualifying purchases. So buy with confidence. Read Goldline's important risk information and find out if buying gold is right for you. Call Goldline. 1-800-913-4653. The experiment was a success. Begin Life Force Reboot Program now. Stand clear. Life signs stable. It's alive. Set it loose. This is the Jeff Fisher Show on the Blaze Radio Network. To the Jeff Fisher Show on the Blaze Radio Network. Nice of you to come along for the ride today. Appreciate it. It's been, uh, you know, it's June 17th, 2017. It has been a long 2017, and yet it's gone by so fast. Tell me how that happens. I know, I know you're saying something out loud Drinking your coffee going, now it has an idiot. <laughs> Cheers suck. It just seemed like it's gone by so fast, and yet so much has happened. So much has happened that it's like, oh, is it really only June and all this has happened? Really? Now, there's a new study. I'm not quite sure what to make of this study. Because at first glance, you think, this can't be real, right? And then you think, oh my gosh, it is real. According to research published in Sex Roles, a journal of research, who doesn't get that delivered to the house? I mean, I I try to just get that delivered right to my email box so I don't have to even wait. For the Postal Service to deliver it. There's a strong desire to cuddle and hug between bromantic friends. While kissing is just another way of showing affection. One of the students involved told the authors, you can lie in bed with your bromance, have a cuddle, and just talk. 
Well, another said he understand it as having a cuddle buddy. A third thought cuddling, hugging, and sex jokes were a core part of the romantic relationship. Now, for those of you that aren't aware of what a bromance is, it's been defined as an emotionally intense bond between straight men. Okay. Now, before I go on, I would like, I am like, <laughs> I'm almost not a heterosexual male. Okay. I mean, some days I just depends. I, I don't look at me like that. I mean, I can, I can identify whatever the hell I want when I want. Got it? Don't look across. Don't look at me like that. And I have lived with other men. Now, let me rephrase that. I have shared living space with other men. I have still, I have friends that I've known for years that are identifying as a male, as I normally do. And I have never. Wanted to use them as a cuddle buddy. Now, maybe it would have evolved. I mean, sure, you sit around and you you drink and you smoke or whatever. And you, you watch movies, you hang out, you know, whatever. Maybe, maybe, maybe I'm just I I didn't evolve fast enough. Maybe it would have ended up with ah, uh, just come here, baby. Just come here, cuddle. I need a hug, baby. Lucas, no, I'm sorry, no. If would I consider an emotionally intense bond between straight men a bromance? Yes, I've had that. On the stand, under oath, yes. Do I think that if you are cuddling and kissing your Bro, that you're having an emotionally intense bond between straight men? No, I do not. And all 29 of 30 men who took part said they cuddled their bromantic partner. It'd be fascinating to see what they're, what they're, I mean, what you and I think is cuddling. Fascinating what they think is cuddling. Don't think about that too long. The latest work also backs a 2012 study that found 89% of 145 surveys. 145. I mean, it's real small. Undergraduate heterosexual men had kissed on the lips. It doesn't say whether they were sober. <laughs> I mean, there's so many jokes, and it's just, I have to, I, I'm, 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 I am toning myself down for you. You're welcome. One participant said, guys nowadays in my generation, okay, well, right there, I got it. I'm the old guy. There is so much kissing between guys because it's showing affection. 
888-900-3393 is the phone number. I'd like to know if you are in the kissing because it's a showing affection generation. Added, I hug and kiss my bromance and tell him I love him. An emotionally intense bond between straight men is what a bromance is. Participants also talked about how comfortable they were to be naked around their bromances. Uh, you know what? I, I'm, you know, I'm kind of barely comfortable to be naked around myself. You know, for the most part. One participant said, I live in a house with three other guys, and there are massive bromances going on between us. Okay. Uh, you know, good for you. But that is not uh, not necessarily a, a straight relationship. Okay, sorry, it's just not. It's okay, but I don't necessarily think I would call it a bromance. Okay, now what makes this okay? I don't know. I don't know. Because they also walk around naked. Look, I've got no problem standing naked in a room with my housemates. We feel comfortable being naked around each other. Is it a porn shoot? I mean, come on. The study was conducted across a three-month period between August 2014 and November 2014 and involved semi-structured interviews into the French. What does that mean, semi-structured interviews? into the friendship experiences of 30 undergraduate men who identified as heterosexual or mostly heterosexual. Mostly heterosexual, I would say, leans this. They were enrolled in one of the four undergraduate sports degree at the University of uh, in, uh, in England. It says here at, at a single UK university. That ain't University of Kentucky. Okay. Guarantee you. Well, It is the bluegrass straight. I have no idea what that means. So, I mean, that's where we're at, right? That's where we're at. It just doesn't doesn't matter. Love the one you're with. Listen, if you can't be with the one you love, love the one you're with. I mean, Crosby, Stills, and Nash said it 100 years ago, so far ahead of their time, and it comes right back around at you right now. We also have in today's world families who are raising their children right. Raising their children the way they want to be, the way they need to be. No, there's no hammer being put down. There's no, you're going to be a boy, you're going to be a girl. There's no, hey, just go outside and play. There's, we've got a career to make. We've got work to do. We've got to make, got to make you strong. And even if you're eight years old, eight years old, 
and once in a while you like to wear girls' clothes. Good. Good. Because if you do that, oh my gosh, we can put makeup on you. We can teach you how to dance. And we can be supportive parents. And we can get you into voguing classes. Uh, we can get you into singing classes. Uh, we can get you into uh, all kinds of dancing classes. And we can get you new clothes to wear. And your sister will be fine with it. Uh, your sister will be fine with it. Melancon Nemesis Quinn Melancon Golden. Otherwise known as Lactation. Tadia. Now, I'll tweet this story out. I'll tweet the story out because it's a fascinating video with Lactadia and her parents and the performance at the Work the World Drag Tour. It's the RuPaul's Drag Race. Now, they invited Lactadia up on stage. Uh, and the younger queens, oh, they just love little Lactadia. Now, before the performance, uh, we ran into Lactadia on the street. And Lactadia, fascinating, fascinating little boy, girl, drag queen. And had this to say. I think that... Anyone can do what they want in life. It doesn't matter what anyone else thinks. If you want to be a drag queen and your parents don't let you, you need new parents. If you want to be a drag queen and your friends don't let you, you need new friends. Amen. Here we go. This is the Jeff Fisher Show on the Blaze Radio Network. Two thousand seventeen is going to be a volatile economic year. We may see politicians throughout the world attempting to control central bank policies. Several renowned financial analysts have warned that political interference in central bank policies may mean our economic misses of inflation and growth targets. Gold is an international currency that can't be issued or controlled by governments. If you don't have the only hard currency that has outlasted every politician and every failed idea of governments for centuries, you need to speak to Goldline right now and learn how easy it is to add gold to your portfolio or IRA. Now is the time to diversify your financial portfolio by adding gold. Call 1-800-913-GOLD. Buying real gold is easy and fast at Goldline. And you're going to be happy that you finally made the call. 1-800-913-4653. Goldline also offers price protection against short-term market fluctuations on qualifying purchases. So buy with confidence. Read Goldline's important risk information and find out if buying gold is right for you. Call Goldline. 1-800-913-4653. This is the Jeff Fisher Show. Breaking news. 
Mistrial declared in the Bill Cosby sexual assault trial. Mistrial declared. So they asked for all that information. That's exactly what they were doing. The people who had decided that he was guilty asked for all this information so they could throw it into the other two's face and say, find him guilty so we can leave. So there you go. Mistrial declared in the Bill Cosby sexual assault trial. Now that does not... You know, this is what everybody's going to say. It doesn't make him not guilty. It doesn't make him guilty. It just means that the jurors could not come to a final decision. Yeah, we, we, know, we understand that. Thank you. However, do you think, do you think that they're going to retry him? I mean, really, you've ruined the man already. I mean, he's nothing. I mean, he's not, he's obviously, he's Bill Cosby. He's, you know. But the iconic Bill Cosby, he, that's gone. The You've taken away his livelihood. That's gone. You've taken away his outlet of being able to perform live in public. That's gone. I mean... My God, what more do you want? His blood. We want to find him guilty. We need his blood. Well, not right now. Not right now. Okay? Because the jury couldn't do it. So, good luck. The odds of of, uh, him being retried, man. You got to believe they're pretty slim, right? I mean, everybody hates them now. Um, they were coerced against the defendant. Wow, the jurors said they were co- coerced against the defendant. Wow. That's what they told the judge. Wow. It was a conviction. It was unlikely going to happen. It could be overturned on appeal. Little information for them. I mean, this is Fox News reporting this right now. Um, I mean, this is going to be fascinating to see actually what happened in the jury if we learn exactly what happened to be on the jury. Have you ever been on a jury? I have. And it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a fascinating a fascinating way to spend a day. Or weeks and hours until you find the person guilty. But I was on a, a, the jury the last year I was on. Uh, I knew exactly when we went in for their uh, for the voir where they asked you questions before they're, they're deciding who's going to be on the jury. Not you know how to answer them. I mean, if you have half a brain. So how do you feel about that? Oh, I really love Hitler, and I think all people should die. Uh, we don't need him on the jury. He can go home. I mean, that's you're pretty much done. All right, so you know how to answer the questions. Oh, I just I just want people to leave me alone and get off my grass or I'm going to shoot him. He can go. Women should just serve me. He can go. You think you can answer the questions honestly? I just did. So you, you answer the questions, you know, the way what they want to hear and you get on the jury. We were on the jury. I spent the entire day listening to this trial on this guy. It was a, a aggravated assault with intent. I forget what exactly what the main 
what they were charging him with. But it was just under murder. I mean, he almost killed this guy. And he took a, a, a drill with a, a cord, a drill, a cord drill, and swung the drill around by the end of the cord and bashed this guy into the face at least ten times. I mean, smashed the hell out of him. And uh, so I spent the entire day uh, thinking, okay, I'm going to do what they asked. He's not guilty. He's not guilty. And you know, prove your case. Make him guilty. And then we get to the, the we. Here all the case was all one day thing. The judge wanted it to be a one day thing. He didn't want it to be hours and hours and hours. We're going to wrap this up in a day. So we hear the case, prosecution and the defense, and we go back to deliberate. And uh, there was one or two that were questionable, but at the end of the day, you knew this guy was guilty. I mean, he was guilty. He did it. Now, it took us a while to decide because there were a couple that needed to hear it. So we brought the evidence in. We asked to see evidence. We asked to see some of the testimony again. And then whoever wants to be the loudmouth gets to be the head of the jury. So, (laughs) yeah, that was me. And uh, so, I mean, I'm the one that gets to say, guilty, guilty. And my name is Bill, (laughs) that guy right there, not Jeff. And uh, so we found him guilty, but they ended up finding out that he had done all this other stuff that if we'd have known that, death penalty. This is the Jeff Fisher Show. Only on the Blaze Radio Network. Jeff Fisher Show returns on the Blaze Radio Network. So apparently the prosecution will, as at least what they say, will retry Bill Cosby in the sexual assault case. Let me say this to the prosecution. Stop it. How many times? I mean, stop it. I mean, it's at some point, let the man be. And I don't want to hear, hey, that, it could possibly be a rapist. Well, you know what? If you believe that now, because fine, then he was and he is or whatever. The man is 80. And the problem with some of this was that they, the, pers- the people that he raped, in quotation marks, are now, they talked to him. And dealt with him uh, after the so-called attack. So it seems as though they were um, they were okay with whatever happened. Okay, I, I have to take care of a little internal business right now, and I apologize. I apologize. Bottom of my heart, but. I've got to do this on the air because I don't have any, I want to be able to share with you and I want to be able to actually get some work done. So just take a side note for just a second. Okay. Just a side note. All right. And so, you know, what's been happening uh, a little behind the scenes. I really have been having 
some internet issues with my laptop. So some of the stories and information that I really wanted to share with you, some of the inside small information uh, I'm not able to print because I'm not able to open up the story on my laptop and I can only open up like one story at a time on my phone and go back and forth. So I'm trying to get all this information instead of having it printed and sorted out in front of me. Okay. Now I just asked my producer, board op extraordinaire, Chris, Hey, you know what? Uh, I'm tired of messing around with this. Let me send the show prep sheet to you and have you print out our two segment two. Okay. Because because uh, I, I want to go back to a couple of those stories since we're in hour two, segment three, because obviously we did the Bill Cosby stuff in segment two. That was breaking news. We'll get that news to you as the show goes on. Okay. Now, when I ask for hour two, segment two, that doesn't mean print hour one, segment two. That means, and he brought it in. He, he did what I asked, and he gave me the full segment two from hour one. Are we in hour one? No. <laughs> I can't. Uh, seriously, it is so difficult to find good help. That's all I'm saying. I don't want to. I'm not trying to throw anybody under the bus or not, but it is so. T- you can't find good. You can't. I mean, you can ask for people to apply. You can try to do interns. You can try to, you know, say people, oh, you've got experience. Great. But you can't. I mean, I don't know. This is what's wrong with America today. You can't find good help. I know you know this. I know you know this. I got it. I can't believe. Actually, I'm just messing with with, with Chris. Got it? Are you happy now? Oh, my gosh. Yes, thank you. Thank you. I mean, you could have collated a little bit and taken out the sheets that don't matter but uh, whatever and i'll take care of it i got it you know i'll take care of it. there are a few pages in this story that you really don't need which i was going to just kind of get rid of you know don't worry about that though i know you just wanted to get it printed and get it out here to me so i appreciate that whole bunch so if you don't say that kind of stuff they get mad Gotta tell them that you appreciate what you're, you're doing, even if you don't. Welcome to it. This is the Jeff Fisher Show on the Blaze Radio Network. 888-900-3393 is the phone number. Uh, we did have some breaking news. Uh, Bill, tri- uh, Bill Cosby, a mistrial declared in the Cosby case. Uh, the prosecution does say that they will retry the case. And it is, uh, you know, Cosby's, what, going to be 80 soon? Um I think we've had enough. I think we've had enough. And uh, let's say, you know, we had, we even we even had the judge, you can't leave, to the jurors until finally when they came out today and said, after they were supposed to go into a session at night, they came out a little while and said, uh, Your Honor, um, we are deadlocked and uh, there's nothing, there's nothing else happening. So uh, off they go. Off Bill Cosby goes. They're in Norristown, Pennsylvania. You know, there are times when I think, (laughs) how many, really? I mean, I already, I've I've done one or two stories already today that I question the 
smartness of the American people. And I think, you know, maybe people aren't as dumb as you think. You th- I mean, I think that. I think, you know what? People are not as, uh, it's okay. It's okay. And then I see this. And I know that I'm not talking to you. I know that you listening to this show, whether it be live, 9 a.m. to noon on Saturdays on the Blaze Radio Network, or whether it be at your convenience on a podcast at theblaze.com slash radio, The Jeff Fisher Show. Anytime, anywhere. Just put me in your pocket and take me with you. I know it's not you. You are not one of the one of the forty eight percent of people asked that don't know where chocolate milk comes from. You are not one of the just under ten percent of people who believe chocolate milk comes from brown cows. I know that you are not those people. I know this. I know this. Are you? No, you're laughing. You're going, no, that can't be real. You can't be real. Now, there's plenty more uh, little things to worry about, but uh, I, I know there's a lot, you know, the world... Jeff, the world's going to hell. I know. I know. I know. We've had fires in Europe. Uh, terrorism all over Europe, in the U.S., all over the, all over the world. Soldiers are still dying in the Middle East. Russians are coming. North Korea is sending back nearly dead people they've arrested. I know that. I understand that. But you should know the very basics, the very basics of life. You should realize that chocolate milk doesn't come from a doesn't come from a brown cow. Now if you are one of the under 10% of people who believe that Chocolate milk comes from a brown cow. I'm sorry to upset you. Okay? I'm sorry to upset you. I realize that it would be upsetting not. What? There are no chocolate cows? No. No, there's no chocolate cows, and there's no cows that deliver chocolate milk. Sorry to disappoint you. And I know, guess what? A hamburger is beef. Did you know that? <laughs> That's right. A hamburger is beef. I don't want to, now that you, know, you should pull the car over. You should pull the car over right now. Because I am absolutely flabbergasted that people think that chocolate milk comes from brown cows. 
I cannot honestly believe that. I don't know that it can be real. I, I think that those 10% of the people went, yep, brown cow. Do you know where chocolate milk comes from? Um, yeah, a brown cow. Okay, they answered it, brown cow. It has to be, right? It can't be that many people. It just can't. Now, they're blaming it on, uh, you know, hey, people don't know where they get their food from. They know they go to the grocery store. That's where they get the food from. They don't know where it actually comes from. Right? They don't know that, you know, hamburgers and beef, you're conditioned to go to the store. You don't know where you don't know where the food comes from. You know, you don't know that a, a, a French fry comes from a potato. You don't know that, uh, you know, a, 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 a pickle is a cucumber. People don't know that. Well, no, I know. Take a breath. Don't pull the car over if you're going to hit something, if you're going to use the guardrails. Guardrails are there for your safety, but go ahead and use them. But maybe you talk to your kids a little bit about where things come from. It's a good process just to walk through the grocery store and talk about where things come from. I, I just, it, it amazes me. And then I think, you know what? Nah, it's not real. That, you know what? That's just people messing with these people asking them questions. It's just people messing with people asking these questions. And they're saying, you know what? We'll, we're going we're gonna to really mess with these people. And we're going to, uh, we're going to tell them, you know what? We believe. <laughs> this. Hey, you know, you never guess what happened today. So I'm out for this walk and they're doing this survey. And they asked me where chocolate milk come from. <laughs> And I was like, oh, it's a brown cow, idiot. And I kept walking. Uh, and they wrote it down. So, man, did I mess with them. Man, did I mess with them. And then I see the headline, don't put ground wasp nest on your vagina. To tighten muscles, Warren's gynecologist. Now, I could go on and read that story to you (laughs) and continue to let you know that it's actually seems to be true. The all-natural treatment looking to rejuvenate and tighten. But for those of you that believe that you could put ground wasp nests on your privates to tighten muscles are probably the same group of people that think chocolate milk comes from brown cows. This is The Jeff Fisher Show on the Blaze Radio Network. Fisher Show on the Blaze Radio Network. You have your phone out. It's close to you when you're with your partner at all times. Is that a true statement? You keep your conversations with your partner short because your attention is more focused on what is on your phone 
you break your attention from the conversation you are having with your partner to look at or respond to your phone. You check your phone when there is a lull in the conversation. If you're watching TV together, you look at your phone when there is a commercial break. You take a call that is not urgent when you're having quality time with your partner. Any of those statements true? Do you know what you are? Do you know you are a fubber? It's called fubbing. P-H-U-B-B-I-N-G. Fubbing. Now, according to this, it could be ruining your relationship. According to me, I say it probably is extending your relationship. Because without the without the phone, you're like, holy crap, is that are you boring? <laughs> I am leaving. <laughs> I am out of here. And the only reason I've been here this long is because when you stop talking, I go to Twitter and I forget how dumb you are. I think it's extending your relationship. So fubbing is helping relationships in America. No problem. I see it all the time. I mean, I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm fascinated at the parents that are with their children, let alone, let's, let's split it up for just a second. Parents, children. Children talking to parents, parents looking at their phone, answering whatever they're answering, text, emails, Facebooking, Twittering, Instagramming, Vining, whatever the hell they're doing, Snapchatting, looking at you know silly cat faces, oh, <laughs> and moving on without just talking to their children. Children doing the same thing, parent talking. To, I mean, it's, it's unbelievable. Nobody wants to put their phone down anymore. It's, it's pretty remarkable. And it, it, uh, it's remarkable to try it, to really go out of your way to not be fubbing. And... It's good luck. Good luck. Because after a while, you're almost like, well, you know, hey, we gave this thing a shot. And dinner isn't here yet, so go ahead. Pick up your phone. I'm going to pick up mine. I've got (laughs) the last thing I want to do is talk to you. (laughs) This is the Jeff Fisher Show, only on the Blaze Radio Network.